This is AWLS, Podcasts on Wilderness Medicine, from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Hi, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. As always, we want to remind you to go to our webpage, www.wildmedu.org, to get an idea of our many programs uh, to teach wilderness uh, medicine. We want to talk today about um, two things. Uh, we're getting a lot of questions and inquiries uh, from our listeners and others about the uh, metabolic window, sometimes called the anabolic window or the refueling window. And we're also getting a lot of questions about chocolate milk and its value. Well, first, let's just mention the uh, metabolic window, the anabolic window. It has several names. Uh, what's going on uh, after a performance, whether you're biking or climbing or you're on a backpack, when you begin to relax, things change. What that means uh, when I say things change is that uh, carbohydrates, which are our, our fuel source, they used to be called saccharides, these are sugars. Uh, uh, they usually end uh, you know, technically in the word oats, like glucose or fructose, lactose. Those sugars which fuel our body are handled differently when we're actually performing and pushing ourselves than when we uh, uh, relax afterwards. And that relaxing point can be like if you've climbed a mountain with your family or friends and then you're going to go back down or you've uh, been on a bike ride and then you want to rest and then bike ride again or when you're done uh, for the ride. When you finish or when you've stopped, different uh, receptors are uh, regulated. But the main thing that changes during a period after that is uh, the carbohydrates that are done. Uh, right after you've finished, relaxed, or are done, uh, carbohydrates are uh, handled <clears throat> just a little bit differently than when they are when you're exercising. This has to do with receptors. It's, it's a complicated uh, situation, and, and it's not, you don't need to know everything that goes on, but a lot of that uh, centers around what are called these uh, uh, glute uh, uh, four receptors, which are upregulated after exercise, hormones uh, in our body to release during and after, which uh, change how things are, are uh, regulated. Uh, a comment, though, on this term window. When you hear about the, the uh, anabolic window or, the, or this, uh, this window that occurs after we we're done, uh, I don't like that term because window implies that it's closed after a certain period of time. And that really is a misconception. What you need to know is that during exercise or during a performance outdoors uh, or, or indoors, but uh, glucose is handled differently and you need to be eating a constant supply of carbohydrates while you're performing. You do not want to diet while you're out there climbing or biking or hiking or backpacking, uh, when that ends, different re receptors come up, and they come up rather rapidly after you're done. So there is, uh, a, th there is a science and there is a school of thought, which is actually very important that after you're done resting or finished completely, that you eat a lot of carbohydrates. Uh, the body is very receptive to them, and at that point in time is where you really want to uh, get your carbohydrates uh, uh, up. 
the, the amount varies, but generally speaking, you can think of it in this terms, 1 to 1.5 uh, uh, grams of carbohydrates per kilogram. Now, most people don't know what they are in kilograms, but uh, you can imagine a 160, 170-pound person is about 70 kilograms. So that's about what you should be eating, and um, uh, you should be doing that per hour. You can also assume uh, that there is a period of time where you're very receptive, receptive for this right after you're done, uh, they, they used to say it was 45 minutes or an hour, 90 or two hours. Just know that it happens right after you're done and you begin to relax. The body's very receptive. But there is really no window. That is, it never closes because the body needs a constant, never-ending supply of glucose. So even though it's more receptive immediately after, you should be continuing to consume carbohydrates, uh, uh, albeit maybe at a lesser rate, but... Uh, throughout the day and especially even before you are going to perform and during performance. So even though it really is receptive right afterwards and you can say 45 minutes, an hour, 90 minutes, and now they're saying that those receptors are very active up to about two hours after, you need to continue to eat beyond that. So rather than think of a window, think of it as just uh, eating more right afterwards for a couple of hours. The sooner the better. So if somehow you've uh, missed that, uh, uh, that so-called window, uh, research suggests that you can and should replenish glycogen levels long after the two-hour mark by consuming high levels of carbohydrates throughout the rest of the day. To do this, uh, you consume the same measurement of 1 to 1.5 grams of carbohydrates per kilogram of body weight for every 15 to 30 minutes over the following four to six hours. So refueling will, uh, with constant carbs long after the workout or the outdoor exercise will offer a good alternative to the recovery drink that you would drink in this 45 minutes or two hours, but it involves a much slower, more active refueling process. And um, the thing to remember is that, uh, that these carbohydrates are stored uh, in the body, whereas proteins aren't. So the refueling window uh, is an important period of time where the body is very susceptible to recovery, but you should be eating carbohydrates constantly, especially before and during. Now, proteins are different. Uh, we do need to replenish with proteins, but you have to remember that proteins are not stored uh, like uh, carbohydrates are. Carbohydrates are very easily stored and converted to um, glycogen, stored in the liver and in the muscles primarily. But the body needs a never-ending supply of carbohydrates. But proteins have to be eaten in a different way. And so that window really alters, if you call it a window, for proteins. So we want to talk a little bit about proteins, and then we can talk about chocolate milk. Protein has uh, uh, long been a discussion of how much and when you should eat it. But the main thing to remember is that you need to eat uh, protein throughout the, uh, throughout the day. Um, after you've uh, performed or you've climbed or hiked uh, or cycled outdoors, um, uh, you need to have uh, a protein. And, and so the debate is, is it good for recovery? Yes, uh, it, is a, it is important uh, uh, for recovery, but it's also important to, be, to drink it and eat it uh, all the time. Uh, how much protein do we need? Well, the recommended daily uh, allowance for protein is roughly 0.8 grams per kilogram of protein per day. 
This will increase uh, uh, almost double to about 1.2 to 1.7 grams per kilogram if you've had a hard performance, like if you've hiked, biked, or climbed a mountain. So you will need more uh, protein during that time. But they're um, consuming more than two kilograms of, uh, per kilogram of protein doesn't do you any uh, more good in terms of recovery or for muscle synthesis, immune function, or energy metabolism. So whether you're a, a carnivore, an omnivore, a, a vegetarian, or a vegan, you uh, should be able to consume the 1.2 to 1.7 grams per kilogram of protein throughout the day, throughout your meals. But that doesn't mean that you uh, shouldn't have a recovery drink. It just means that you need uh, to be eating throughout the day. Now, one comment about older people in their 60s and 70s, uh, they may be less efficient at using protein ingested th uh, through uh, because uh, the change in muscle protein synthesis. This leads to they may need to have a little bit more, and that is true, and and uh, just ups just a little bit more more than that. But in terms of timing, um, uh, uh, be careful not to focus too many of the post exercise to performance outdoor activities on the nutrition choices on protein. Immediately, post-protein workout, you want to focus on replenishing carbohydrates. That is the most important thing. Adding protein to the food and drink and the, you know, these milk uh, or the, you know, the shake or the milk recovery drinks may help to accelerate the uptake of carbohydrates. So that actually is a good thing. So uh, sh when should you consume the most protein? Uh, well, you should be consuming, consuming it constantly. Uh, but it is okay to start that process right after you exercise. But it shouldn't be the most important thing. It should be uh, focused on uh, carbohydrates. So you need to fuel, uh, fuel and uh, uh, to build and maintain muscle tissue and recover it, the immune system, and complete uh, proteins, other functions throughout the, throughout the day. But you don't store protein, and that's really important. So unlike fat or carbohydrates, you can only use protein from food when you have it on board, which means that you need to start immediately after you've performed. Protein is satiating and will slow digestion. Now this is important because it will keep energy levels from spiking and crashing and helps uh, keep you from feeling so hungry. So uh, that last point is really important uh, for performance and uh, uh, is important to remember uh, uh, for recovery. So with all of that said, um, uh, having a recovery drink uh, after uh, a performance, whether you've been cycling in a race or you've uh, climbed a mountain or you've been backpacking, uh, uh, it is important to begin recovery right after. It's particularly the carbohydrates. Um, uh, in fact, the most important ingredients are fluid, which is why a recovery drink is important, and the carbohydrates. And then following, following that, you need to get electrolytes and proteins on board. You want to look for a recovery drink that has more carbohydrates than proteins and make sure that it has uh, all the electrolytes that you want in it also. Um, so if you start looking at, at the drinks that you're going to see out there, they're going to say 4 to 1, 3 to 1, or 2 to 1 ratio of carbohydrates and proteins. So... Uh, if you start consuming a high-protein recovery drink that contains little to no carbohydrates, it's not going to help you for uh, recovery. It, it, uh, it may supply a nutrient you need for repair and synthesis, but it's not going to supply the nutrients that you need for energy replenishment. 
Also, you can get the proteins you need for repair and synthesis over a longer period of time. So uh, you want to focus on a recovery drink that has higher carbs, like 4 to 1 ratio, than it does uh, like these 2 to 1 ratios that you're starting to see because you really need those carbohydrates. So in review of the metabolic or anabol uh, anabolic or carbohydrate window, uh, it says this, that when you're performance, different receptors are upregulated that are very susceptible to getting carbohydrates uh, uh, in a different way than, than after you uh, end your exercise. The time period after that uh, varies. Uh, there is now a very strong school of thought that that time, rather than closes, that it tapers off. But it's very sensitive right afterwards when you begin to recover uh, up to uh, 90 minutes or two hours, and then it will taper off. So the sooner the better you start getting carbohydrates, electrolytes, and fluid into your body. And the protein then should be uh, a ratio of probably something like 4 to 1 rather than the 3 or 2 to 1 ratios that you're starting to see. And then carbs and protein should, should continue uh, throughout your uh, recovery period, which actually tapers off and will go on over the next hours you know, two, four, even six hours, and then even, you know, the following day as you start to recover. So now let me just specifically make a comment about uh, what a recovery drink should look like and how does chocolate milk fit into that. So we've gotten a lot of questions about is chocolate milk as good as everyone is saying. Any, any drink that you concoct or buy that has a good four-to-one maybe even a 3 to 1, but 4 to 1 ratio that has electrolytes and fluid in it is going to be fine. A lot of them are so expensive that they're hard uh, to come by. There, we have a lot of our outdoor athletes that mix their own, and that is fine too. So any of these things work as long as you're getting them. A chocolate milk has several advantages, though. One, that it's just pre-made. It's, uh, it's inexpensive, and if, you, if you're going with a lot of people, it's easy uh, to just pick up and take. Uh, it's a, a very high quality uh, protein that, as we just talked about, stimulates muscle repair and growth over you know the long period. And people like to drink it. So not only in the recovery time, but then throughout the next four to six hours, uh, it's very healthy. It has that nice ratio of carbohydrates to proteins, which is good. We know that because of that, that it will replenish tired muscles. And we know that muscle ache is uh, just a really big problem after uh, people have performed in the outdoors. It helps with that. The other thing nice about chocolate milk, it has uh, fluids, which we need. And it has a lot of electrolytes in it, such as calcium, uh, potassium. Uh, it has magnesium and sodium, which will uh, rehydrate and help replenish those uh, critical nutrients lost uh, in sweat. And the other nice thing is we said that there's a lot of bone-building nutrients in there, which uh, are is really important, uh, such as calcium, vitamin D, protein, and phosphorus, which is uh, definitely needed. And I made a comment about muscle soreness. Let me just make a comment about that, because after you perform in the outdoors, whether you climb, cycle, or backpacking, uh, muscle fatigue is a problem. It hurts. So um, a great muscle recovery tip when you are working hard in the outdoors is to drink low-fat uh, chocolate milk. Uh, it, it, as we said, it helps with uh, just everything that we're uh, worried about. Now, uh, when, when I was preparing this, we looked at, at a lot of studies, and um, uh, there is really good data to support chocolate milk. It's found, these studies point, that people who drink regular fl uh, flavored uh, milk uh, after a rigorous workout experience a lot less 
exercise-induced muscle damage than those who drank typical sports drinks or water because of the protein and the, and, and the nutrients in it. After a really hard outdoor workout, chocolate milk has been shown to help muscles recover quickly and get their peak potential back uh, quick. Uh, it, it replenishes energy, replenishing fluids and those critical nutrients that are lost in sweat. So chocolate milk, uh, if you have it as a proper post-workout and post-exercise uh, training the outdoors, will help recover those dam- damaged muscles. We found, uh, you know, uh, we looked at 30 different studies that support the benefits of recovering with the high-quality proteins that are found in chocolate milk. I mean, it's been very well studied. And not that other protein-related drinks are bad. It's just that chocolate milk happens to be shown on just numerous studies to be helpful. In fact, there was one study that was particularly interesting that showed that um, they did muscle biopsies on, on moderately trained athletes these were done on runners that showed improved muscle building after drinking 16 ounces of fat-free chocolate milk compared to when they just drank a carbohydrate-only sports recovery drink that had the same amount of calories. Uh, this enhancement is a sign that muscles were better able to repair and rebuild uh, drinking uh, chocolate milk. That doesn't mean it won't do with other recovery drinks too, but chocolate milk was the study that, that showed that, which I thought that was the, one of the more interesting things that uh, we read. There were other studies that suggested drinking low-fat chocolate milk after a strenuous workout could help athletes uh, actually boost power and even improve uh, the training within the next hours when they had to go back out. Uh, for example, in the same day, like they were hiking and then they uh, would go out and continue to hike, the chocolate milk actually recovered them uh, very uh, uh, quickly. There was one study done at the University of Austin that, uh, that they looked at uh, trained cyclists. This was a very interesting study because they found that following a very uh, demanding and exhausting ride, these cyclists had significantly more power and rode faster, shaving minutes off their ride uh, on average uh, when they rode in a time trial later the same day when they recovered with low-fat chocolate milk compared to a carbohydrate sports drink or a calorie-free beverage. So that means, basically that means that drinking calories and drinking protein that is found in chocolate milk, it could be found in other drinks, actually perform performance, uh, enhance performance uh, if people were performing that same day. So um, they, uh, these same researchers did other studies on these big-time Division I uh, collegiate athletes that were swimmers that recovered very rapidly with chocolate milk after a very tiresome, exhausting swim. They swam faster in time trials later the same day. In fact, they, they took uh, seconds off their trial. So what, that, what these trials show is that recovering with a protein right after in, this, uh, uh, in that time when the body's susceptible and getting carbs and these electrolytes uh, improve performance. Chocolate milk just happens to have all of those. Uh, even though there are other drinks, chocolate milk was the one that they looked at. So basically, you can make the statement that drinking low-fat chocolate milk after you know your performance in the outdoors is really a good way to get proper post-workout nutrition and to begin the sports recovery process. So chocolate milk is really uh, uh, a nice way to recover from uh, your exercise or when you are uh, exercising. Uh, an optimal post uh, outdoor performance nutrition regimen 
honestly, is fundamental for ensuring recovery. A lot of research has been aimed at uh, to examine this post-exercise nutritional strategies for enhanced training, uh, training stimulus uh, after you've been up on the mountain or cycled outdoors. Chocolate milk has become an affordable recovery beverage for many outdoor athletes and has taken the place of the more expensive commercially available recovery beverages. Low-fat chocolate milk consists of a 4 to 1 carbohydrate-protein ratio, which is very similar to the commercial recovery beverages, and provides a lot of fluids, sodium, calcium, and other electrolytes, which aid in post-workout recovery. Consuming chocolate milk of the ratio of 1 to 1.5 grams per kilogram uh, immediately after exercise, and again at about two-hour post-exercise recovery, has been shown to be optimal for the recovery process and actually may attenuate those indices of muscle damage. Now, additional research is being done to examine the optimal amount of timing and fundamental of chocolate milk on post-exercise recovery measures that include performance and uh, glycogen resynthesis. But uh, to the questions and the people we're getting, chocolate milk is excellent. And if you take it, you'll do just great. You'll, uh, you'll recover better, and you'll actually perform better if you're taking it uh, uh, during your exercise. And so if you recover as you're backpacking and you drink chocolate milk, now the data really supports that. So it is one of a very powerful uh, drinks that you can use during and particularly after in that post-recovery process. And remember that the, re- that the concept of a window uh, is is not the greatest because it doesn't mean that you can no longer recover with these drinks. It just means that there is a period of up to, you know, peaks right after, starts right after, and then starts to taper off at about, it looks like now about two hours of when you should be drinking those recovery drinks. But don't forget that uh, recovery, particularly with protein, continues long beyond that. Well, I hope that answers those two questions that we're getting a lot about the recovery window or the metabolic window and uh, and in chocolate milk. This ends the podcast on these subjects. And again, as always, we uh, thank you for listening.